Welcome to the Album Nerds Podcast. I'm Dude. And uh, I got Ant. Is that, is that Smello? Is that like... Yeah. I just smell the glove or something? What's I don't that, know. Just about? trying to change it up a little bit. See if people are paying attention. Obviously, for once, you are. So that's good news. We <laughs> are the Album listening. Nerds. Quiet down, Andy. I'm talking here. <laughs> this is our podcast. We talk about music. We talk about albums. You listen. Hopefully... You gain some kind of value, knowledge, find something cool to listen to. And we'd like you to return the favor. So go to albumnerds.com. Let us know how we're doing. How's the show? What sucks? What's cool? And tell us what you're listening to because we're always looking for something new. Yeah, we got some new stuff for you today. We got uh, two albums, because albums are what we do. Albums are what we love. It's what we talk about. We got two what we call new classic nominations for you. Two records that have come out in the last few years, five or so years, that we think are awesome, that are going to stand the test of time, that are going to be important records in 20 years. So we're calling it early. We got two two choices for you. Yeah, we got some other fun stuff, some props to talk about. Before we get into that, how you doing, buddy? How's life? I am excellent. So, <laughs> last time we talked about Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, something else that happened uh, yeah. around the same time that we didn't get a chance to talk about was my other passion, well, besides my wife. She's number one. You listening, baby? Good save. Good save. Oh, we're going to have a special night tonight. <laughs> Put on some prints. Oh, yeah. Whenever whenever she hears this, I have a feeling it's yum-yum time. All right. Anyway. Anyway, NFL draft happened a couple weeks ago. I love it. I've been waiting for it. Um, did you watch it? Did you pay attention at all? Did you nothing? No, uh, I don't really pay attention to football until like the first week of September. Sacrilege. This is why this is why you win our fantasy league every year because you are into it twelve months a year. I give you. Credit. I did not win. I was in four leagues last year, made the playoffs in all of them, and did not win a single one. Well, you always beat me, which is all that really matters to me. <laughs> Only. Only when you are dominating the league and I'm, <laughs> let's see, I'm sure you want to hear about this again, but when I started 0-4 a few years ago, and I constantly complained to you, oh, we can't win a game, and you're like, stop talking about it, and then several weeks later, there I am in the playoffs. Final this was game. like what, like five years ago? This happened. Four. How long ago you been hanging on to for this? the championship? <laughs> I make all the right moves and against all odds took you down. You were like undefeated that year, weren't you? So the NFL draft did that happen? Uh, yeah. That anyway, <laughs> I stopped you. You still yeah, got to yeah, get yeah, me back. Yeah, whatever. So you can't quit. You're always threatening to quit. So anyway, yeah, the draft happened. <laughs> More quarterbacks went than I expected. Who was the number one the pick? First like, round. I don't even. I don't even know who was. Who was the top uh, priority there? Well, Cleveland had the first pick, and they okay. went Miles Garrett. 
You know who that is? Quarterback, I'm guessing? No. Running back? And no, he's a uh, defensive player. And they got huh. Jabril yeah. Peppers. So they're filling some defensive holes. And then uh, later they picked up Deshaun Kaiser, a quarterback. Okay. Um, but the big surprise, and I'm a I'm a Packer fan. This is a Bears move. They were supposed to go third. They okay. traded up with San Francisco to go second. And they got Mitchell Trubisky, quarterback. He's Whoa. played thirteen. He started thirteen games in his college career. They just That's not paid a lot. millions to was Mike he a Glennon. Freshman? Well, no, I think he was like on the bench or something. Oh, okay, I don't know a ton about him. He's, I'm sure he's a talented guy, but second, yeah, okay. you know, second overall pick. I just couldn't believe it. It shocked me. So that threw everything else out of out of order. But well, that's good news for the Packers, right? I mean, uh, the well, Bears are going to be a leaky quarterback again. The Bears haven't been a problem in a while. Knock on wood. That's true. Um, <laughs> my brother in law is a Bears fan, and ah, uh, yes, I like the Bears. I feel like they should be better than they are, and it's too bad. But anyway. There were three quarterbacks that went, and I didn't think any of them were startable um, just yet. But the Houston Texans picked up a quarterback after they got rid of, we talked about Brock Osweiler, the Brock S. Monster, as I have heard him refer to. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. That was what I've been doing. Uh, What have you been doing? Sewing? Quilting? Yeah, actually, I'm doing some crocheting, uh, a little macrame, <laughs> you know. I saw some cute little booties. Sounds <laughs> about right. Cats. Yeah, you know, got to keep the feet warm. So, Let's talk about some music. Music. Music, music. Music. I've heard of that. I bet some of these musicians really enjoy football. It's possible. They might also despise it. It's That's also true. Possible. All right, well, I guess it's time to move on. Oops! <laughs> it's close. It's close. Close enough. All right, so we got uh, two new classic nominations. One from you, one from me. Let's start with you. What's your uh, What's your classic, 2B classic record? All right, buddy. so the way I view this... Is the classic for me. This oh, of course, of course, will continue in my life because I love it. Uh, maybe some of my brothers and sisters up north in Canada will agree. Going with one bad son, Canadian rock band from Saskat- Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada. <laughs> um. And the self-titled 2012 release, A One Bad Son. I love this album. I discovered it due to, I think I Googled the Rival Sons. And it said other bands like this. And I clicked on a couple other bands and then saw these guys and gave it a shot. And it is like 
the perfect blend of modern rock, kind of, I don't know, with Bon Jovi sensibilities and Axl Rose style vocals. And I love it. You got your hard rockers. You got your ballads. You've got sing-alongs. It's awesome. I mean, we've talked about Skid Row's Slave to the Grind being my Mm -hmm. end-of-the-day Friday work album so I can rock my way through the last of my tasks. This is right up there. I alternate. I listen to this probably two, three times a month at least still. So this does it for you in the way that Slave to the Grind does it for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same kind of, you know, air Fist mic. Pumping. Yeah, air I mic. mean, I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm air typing mic? stuff, trying to finish up emails or whatever, and I'm also on stage in <laughs> Vancouver with my boys. Oh, I wish I could get a sneak peek of that stage. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty entertaining. Yeah, uh, it's especially entertaining when I have to adjust because I've pulled something. So oh, that's geez. good times. <laughs> yeah. well, let's talk about some of the music on this record. Uh, you want to play a track from it to uh, get the listeners a taste who haven't heard it before? Yeah, I'm going to go with one of my... Well, you know what? Let's go with London Kills. This is a little bit more aggressive. It's the second track on the album. And... Uh, it rocks. Oh, just pulled something. Oh. <laughs> so you definitely can hear like that Axel Rose kind of quality to his voice but the music's a little bit more sludgy a little bit more hard mm-hmm. rock than uh yeah and that is shane volk on vocals shane adam volk. hicks guitar adam granny grant on bass and kurt Dahl on drums and uh just a tight outfit great songwriting great songs um this was their third album they had a couple previously that uh, Orange City and This Aggression Will Not Stand, which I like that because that's a reference to The Big Lebowski. Those albums, <laughs> those albums are a little more um, garage rock, uh, alt rock, alt metal yeah, a little, almost. a little rougher around the edges for sure. They also have a record they put out about three years ago now, uh, Black Buffalo. Yep, which I really like uh, like a lot. It's a little bit more mm-hmm. similar to the to this record that we're talking about. Um, but I think they're due for a record this year too, right? Yeah, they have a single out right now. Okay. Um, it's not clear. I've been trying to find out. It might be an EP. It might be a full album. But fall, cool. Fall. Fingers crossed. <sighs> yeah. Um, yeah. So they did something really interesting to promote this, they actually went to um, radio stations in Canada, which they still play rock music there. So they were frustrated with the lack of response 
from the radio stations in Canada. They had had some radio hits on their previous albums. So they went on a little mini tour and played their song Scarecrows in person at radio stations. And radio stations started playing it, caught on, and uh, they've had a lot of success in Canada. Not so much down here, but they are awesome. So let's listen to my very favorite song on the album. It's called It Ain't Right. And it's kind of a little slower, but it is very cool. I think I pulled my groin. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Yeah, it's a good record. I, I enjoy it too. Um, like you said, it's kind of a good fist pumper, roll down the windows, sing along, right up your alley. I would almost go get like a long hair wig just so I could <laughs> just bang, bang my head too. properly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I've been shoving this thing down your throat. Whoa, that sounded a little weird. I've been, I've been singing the praises of this album to you and encouraging you aggressively <laughs> to listen to it a yeah, lot. That's a good way to years. put it. Yeah, you slowly been wearing me down. Kind of like the country music uh Coming around on these guys. I really like their their previous record. I probably listened to that a little bit more frequently. Yeah. This But they're both good. This is when they shifted to just that right blend for me. But uh yeah, I will make you a mini me yet, Andy. <laughs> Keep trying, buddy. Oh, I will. I will. <laughs> All right. That's enough about me. Can you talk? I would, I would love good? to talk. I would love to can you talk, talk about. Probably can talk better. It's gooder. <laughs> Is that like Bigly? I don't know. Let's talk about a a huge record uh, that I love from a band called Baroness. They're a a rock band. We talk yes. about rock music. Rock music on this show. Um. They were kind of like, to me, just before they put out this double record called Yellow and Green, they had uh, kind of a color theme going on the records. They had the uh, the red and the blue record, which were both uh, kind of more sludgy records. And I was kind of hoping that they would be like turned to like mas- what Mastodon used to be. And I was pretty excited, especially by the by the red record. And they came out with this double record in 2012 called Yellow and Green. And it was like a total change of pace for them. And I ended up loving it more than the, the previous two records and uh, ended up respecting the band a lot more. So they kind of take a more adventurous, uh, kind of more progressive uh, path on this record. Let's play a track from it just to get a taste. This is the uh, second track on the first disc, which is called The Yellow Disc. The title is Take My Bones Away.
Yeah, it's got more of a proggy sound to them than they had. A little less sludge, a little more prog, a little more post-rock. Still kind of that fist-pumping, you know, big vocals, but a little bit more cleaner singing, which uh, I really loved it. What do, you, what do you think of this record in general, man? I like it. I'm not probably as big of a Baroness guy as you. I like Purple. That's the album after this, right? Yep. That was okay. a couple of years ago. Yep. Um. Yeah, I really liked it. I mean, it's uh, also not what I expected. I I hit their whole discography a few years back, and it kind of became a blur to me. So um, doing this separately was good because it was definitely less. Yeah, I thought it was going to go more Mastodon e as well. But yeah, it's um, very pleasant listen, 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 and. Uh, I will listen to it some more for sure. I got two and a half full listens in before talking here today. So, yeah, it's a lot. It's a long record. I mean, each there's two sides to it. Each one's about 40, 45 minutes long. So yeah, it's it's a hefty listen. But they really space things out nicely. There's a couple of instrumental tracks. There's some kind of like just nice little interludes between the songs. It really it's an album, for sure. And plays like an album, which I love. And the artwork, um, the album artwork is excellent on all their That's albums. very cool. Yeah. So that's done by their, uh, by the lead singer there, John Baisley. Oh, He, he does all cool. their artwork. He does the artwork for a couple other bands, too. Uh, he's got a really distinct style. It's kind of a cool illustration look to him. He's a really interesting guy, if you ever uh, read an interview with him. I've seen him in concert a few times. He seems like a really friendly guy. So he basically was looking for a more presentable, palatable way of presenting all these ideas they had. And, you know, they, they basically came up with this. And, you know, he's all about just progressing as an artist, as a band. You know, they get kind of tired of doing what they were doing on the sludge rock. And this is, uh, they call it like more personal music. It's a little bit closer to uh, kind of the heart of the band and, and their personalities as as real people. And I think that, you know, it really has a real honest vibe to the whole thing. Good ratings across the board, pretty much. Just to mention, our Canadian friends have a little bit more respect for the rock and roll. And this album uh, debuted at number 30, selling over 12,000 copies in its first week on the Canadian albums chart. Interesting, interesting. I, I've told you before, man, going through Canada, I hear tons of rock <laughs> on the state. New stuff, new bands. It's like living, it's like being 15 years ago here. All I hear here is uh, country, which I'm fine with, but the only other alternatives are classic rock and whatever, Katy Perry and whatever uh, is going on. Yeah. So. Right. <laughs> so, where are these guys <laughs> from? What's their story? Uh, you're gonna ask me that. They are. They're from Georgia. Yeah. So, I mean, same neck of woods as uh, as Macedon. And there's a lot of comparisons between the two. Um, a lot of their early fans kind of disliked this record um, because of the kind of the departure from that kind of southern metal sound. 
But I think they brought on a lot of new fans too that are a little bit more into slightly more accessible rock music. Mm-hmm. Um, almost immediately after this album was released, the whole band got in this huge bus accident. It's pretty severe injuries to all the members. The lead singer there broke his arm and his leg. Wow. A couple people broke some bones in their back. Um, so they were kind of MIA for a little while after this came out, but they did eventually uh, go on tour for it, and now we're, we're kind of back on track. Um, but yeah, I, I think they're one of the most promising artists in the, the rock metal genre at the moment, and I would definitely recommend checking out their whole discography. But this is a good place to start. Yellow and Green. Let's hear the uh, the title track from the green half of the record. Okay. It's called the uh, the Green Theme, right? Yes, sir. Fuzzy. Yeah, yeah. A lot of distortion there, but some really some strong melodies and Yeah, you know, it's definitely it's not a there's not like a concept to the to the stories or sorry, to the songs themselves, but uh definitely a cohesiveness to the record as a whole, which I really appreciate. And out of all the records I come back to this one the most. Yeah, I could see myself on a Friday warming up with this. Maybe about three o'clock. Yeah. And then. It's slave to the grind. <laughs> slave to the grind or one bad son. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah, they're they're a great live band. I I would definitely jump the opportunity to see him again. And they put on a great show. It's one of those shows where you, you go and you're like singing the songs like for days later because it was just. So memorable and so uh, so heartfelt. It's kind of the the word I keep coming back to. Very genuine, heartfelt music from these guys. Yeah, they're definitely an unsung band. There's they should get more attention. But yeah, they're good. Everything they've done is solid. So um, solid. this is probably a good point of entry. It's comfortable. Yeah, it's pretty accessible as rock music goes. So yeah, Baroness. Yellow and green, give it a listen. And your new classic recommendation was, or new classic nomination was, One Bad Son, What Bad Son. OBS. OBS. It's better than IBS. <laughs> yes, much. Much. Much, much, much. All right. Cool. Obs. So, Shall we give some propas? Why don't we? And, you know, for any of you that listen to this show regularly, we like to talk a little bit about non-music things that we want to recommend. And there's a drop I like to play with some funky music and a delightful robot lady that says, giving propers. However, because of Andy, you will not be able to enjoy her voice this week. Ever again. (laughs) Fine. You win. You win. Okay. She's creepy as fuck, man. I had dreams about her. That's because she inspires you. So, 
why don't you tell me what you like? What you got? What you recommend? What do you got? What's your proper for the week, sir? I got a really good one this week, actually. Something I'm pretty proud of. It's called the Retro Pie. This is a little hunk of technology that's been making my free time a little bit more enjoyable. You familiar with the uh, the Raspberry Pi microcomputer? Yes, sir. An expensive little piece of board with some Linux, and you can make a computer for like thirty bucks. Yeah, it's essentially it's a tiny little motherboard with all the inputs and outputs you need, and you can run uh, console emulation software on there. It's a really nice package someone put together. It's freely available called Retro Pi. And it allows you to emulate video game consoles, in particular older consoles like Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis, that era. And there's a ton of game, good games back then that I kind of missed out on playing. And uh, I've been uh, going back through. And you can just download these ROMs on the internet. I got about 600 Super Nintendo games to play. And uh, the whole thing cost me about 100 bucks. So I got the the Raspberry Pi, a case for it, two wireless controllers, and all the software. It was less than a hundred bucks. Super easy, works really well. And I've been playing Super Metroid and Donkey Kong Country and Mega Man and all those cool games from like the early nineties that are still really good and it's it's been fun. It's kind of a fun little uh, tech project to put it all together and get it all working. But it's it wasn't it wasn't hard to do. There's instructions online, and I would uh, I'd recommend it if you uh, don't want to sell out the money for one of those uh, Nintendo branded uh, consoles I've been putting out. And want to just do it on your own? It's out there, freely available. Check it out. It's called Retro Pie. I'll stick with my. Halo 12 or whatever it's up to. Thank you. (laughs) Sounds cool, man. Yeah, I've thought about that just because of uh, availability and whatever of that little Nintendo. So, cool. Retro Gaming brought to you by the Pi. All right. So, me. Yeah, we'll try and keep this. I'll try and keep this short because it's back to football, folks. Back to Football, football. Football, football, football. So, If you enjoy waking up in the morning and watching your favorite news program, Good Morning America, The Today Show, except you hate news because it's horrifying and depressing, but you love football, (laughs) go over to the NFL Network. Starting at 7 a.m., you can watch Good Morning Football. I watch for the first 45 minutes or so of my day before work, and it is delightful. It's just like a morning show. They've got a cast of four people. They do funny bits. They talk about football a lot. Um, the hosts are Nate Burleson, Kay Adams, oh, Kyle yeah. Brandt, and Peter Schrager. And, um, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. They do awards for uh, best outfits and just silly stuff too, but you get it, your football news, but it's in a nice light environment with personalities you can kind of connect with. And, uh, it's pretty funny. Kyle Brandt's a funny dude. He used to work on the Jim Rome show and, uh, oh, yeah. apparently, Jim Rome. apparently 
He started off on The Real World long ago. Oh, back in the day. So is there like new football news like every day, like trade yeah. stuff going on? Or what's, yeah, there's, what do they talk about? There's Well, it's going to get dicey here in, a, in another couple months. But there's training camp news and um, mm-hmm. free agent signings and the NFL schedule and the draft and all sorts of stuff. But, yeah, it'll get – it's going to get uh, tougher. But training camps will start and there will be stories from that. But I really like it. It's a nice, light way to start my day off and get a little football news if I miss something. And uh, they're a delightful bunch. So I highly cool. recommend checking it out. So that's NFL Network. Yes. Is that a, through cable provider, or how would you get that? Yes. You would have to have it through your cable or satellite provider, potentially through one of your online services like sling or something but i'm not 100 percent. gotcha cool so good morning football on nfl network it's been on for not quite a year but they are nominated for an emmy so nice. it's just that good it's quality stuff that's right it's great it's great it's fun it's football and it's Speaking not great stuff burning and people it's... crying and politicians. Oh. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, there's no nuclear war going on there. No. Thankfully. Nope. Just in our cocoon. All right. <laughs> our happy little place with footballs and video games. That's right. And music. All right, buddy. Got anything else to talk about? Is that a... Well, I just wanted to quickly um, mention our friends, our buddies at Maker's Tea. Small company. They provide loose leaf teas at a great price. And if you're into that, if you haven't tried it before, you should. So I just like to mention them once in a while. So head over to makerstea.com. Use coupon code ALBUMNERDS. You can get 20% off your order. And uh, Maker's Tea is making great tea easy over at makerstea.com. So give them a shot. They they support us. We support them. We're friends. Forever. BFFs forever. I actually That's had some right. Maker's Tea today. It was uh, it was quite delightful. So, yeah, thank you, Maker's Tea, for your support. I was appreciated. Um, yeah, leave us a review on iTunes. Much appreciate that. Share the show with a friend. Tell somebody you love. If you hate the show, tell somebody you hate. There you go, Andy. I know, I know you love that. <laughs> Check us out on Twitter and symbol at Album Nerds. Download the show at iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio, and of course our website. It's albumnerds.com. With an A. That's right. That's right. Also, I'd like to mention we do put up playlists. We do put links to the albums we talk about. So if you're a Spotifyer, it's easy access. So please give the music a listen. And let us know what you think. All right, everybody. We are out of here. This is my friends in Canada. <laughs> yeah, we'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. Enjoy the music. See ya. <laughs>